0: to HBCU Pulse Radio on Sirius XM channel 142 HBCU You're now locked in to HBCU Pulse We're the number one outlet for HBCU life. Talking about everything that's important to our culture. From on-campus issues to politics and what's trending on the yard. We always keep that same energy. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to HBCU Pulse Pulse Radio. Radio.
1: What's going on, everybody? This is Randall Barnes, the founder of HBCU Pulse and the host of HBCU Pulse Radio, in the building for another special edition of the show on today, where we're gonna have a little bit of fun. We're talking about the latest season of College Hill Celebrity Edition taking place at Alabama State University. The series premieres May 11th on BET, and we're going to have some recaps coming up on HBC Post Radio really soon. And later on, I'm going to air my interview with the original cast of College Hill Season 2 at Langston University from back in 2005. I got the opportunity to interview them about their time on the show and the impact of their series. So make sure to stay tuned for that. But we have to get serious to start off the show. We have to talk about a CNN article that was released last week entitled Republican-controlled states target college students' voting power ahead of the high-stakes 2024 elections. Under the guise of preventing voter fraud and protecting the integrity of elections, several state lawmakers around the nation are proposing bills to change voter ID requirements and take away polling locations from college campuses. This has the potential to make it even harder for HBCU students to vote. The CNN article highlights a proposal in Texas that aims to take away campus polling locations. Texas State Representative Kerry Isaac introduced the bill in February. Isaac defended the bill saying that safety was a concern. In a quote obtained by local affiliate KVUE, she said, quote, I don't think it's wise that we're inviting people onto our campuses that wouldn't otherwise be on our campuses. Student voting groups in Texas have complained, saying that this makes it harder for them to vote. As we know, Texas is home to nine HBCUs, including Texas Southern, which hosted the third Democratic presidential debate back in 2019. There are moves also being made in my home state of Georgia. The article highlights that Georgia has a statute in place that prohibits the use of student IDs from private institutions such as Morehouse, Spelman, and Clark Atlanta when attempting to vote. It's worth noting that seven of the 10 HBCUs in Georgia are private, so the statute makes it harder for the majority of the HBCU students in the state to vote. The article then goes even more in-depth about voter suppression efforts in Ohio, home of Central State University and Wilberforce University. Legislation was passed that made it harder for out-of-state students to cast their vote. Under House Bill 458, signed into law by Governor Mike DeWine, out-of-state residents must have an Ohio-issued photo ID to vote. But getting a state-issued ID in Ohio would invalidate their driver's license or ID in their home state. The law is already in place and it is affecting the Ohio primary elections. I really urge you all to read this article from CNN that talks about voter suppression efforts around the nation. And we have to be vigilant of these actions that are being taken on the local and state level to suppress the black vote and youth vote. There are still some important elections coming up this year and 2024 is right around the corner Well, we'll see all 435 house seats and 33 Senate seats up for election, including in HBCU states such as Georgia, Ohio, and Texas. We'll keep you updated on these efforts here on HBC post radio, as well as HBCUpost.com and the rest of our social media outlets. Coming up next, we talk College Hill Celebrity Edition Season 2 and what to expect, and we'll also air a snippet of my interview with the cast of College Hill Langston University. So make sure to stay tuned. You're listening to HBCU Post Radio.
0: From the shade room to your news feed, we brag different. You're locked into HBCU Post, now trending worldwide
1: welcome back to hbcu Pulse radio before we discuss the latest season of college hill we must go back in time and hear from the ogs of the series i had the opportunity to interview the cast of college Hill season two langston university about their time on the show and the controversy surrounding their season check it out what i'm hearing is essentially that you guys didn't expect for college hill langston to be what it was about like you know eight eight co-eds and drama so I want to ask this, and I think this is a logical follow-up question. Were you all okay with what it was? Because it is a part of history, and it did get, get viewership. It did get get revenue ratings. So are were you cool with what it became?
2: I think as I got older and now how I see how politics work and how things work, I did graduate my, with my degree in communications, finally. But just knowing how things work, and how the African-American person is seen on television, how we're seen and how they portray us. If I could go back, I would probably have had more self-control. And the reason why I say that is because although we're trying to get ratings, society has painted a picture of us being violent, angry, special black women being angry. So I was one of those women that was seen as angry and violent, you know what I'm saying? So if I could do it all over again, I would do things differently on the show and maybe try to push more positivity, I would say, because of the reputation that we have as African-American people. You know, how the news paint us, you know what I'm saying? How things paint. I know Love and Hip Hop got a lot of backlash. There's a lot of shows they got a lot of backlash. Langston actually got a lot of backlash from us doing that. It was a lot of backlash. A lot of the alumni did not appreciate it them showing that although that's what happens you know students do get into it we party you know if i could do it all over again like they said we didn't really have i think um, social media was just starting you know so then you can really paint your platform so the seasons that came after us actually got the more advantage i know it was some that went on went on trips we didn't go on trips we had to beg and it was after season to go on something they got on trips so more money was available you know we were first the first two seasons it wasn't a lot of money available you know so we weren't able to do the trips and do more things and really engage with a lot of different things so the shows that came after us had more of a vantage you see a lot of them went on to do other things um start clothing lines you know different things um you know um i, I somebody has a i think a skincare line you know just different things i was looking like wow but i will say You know, the opportunity was amazing. I mean, you can't go and say that, you know, you can't talk to everybody. Everybody's never been on TV before. You know, my daughter was on TV and she's two, but now she's 20. You know what I'm saying? So that opportunity was amazing. But like I said, if I could do it all over again, I think I would have pushed more positivity because I see how the reality TV show has painted us and has put the reputation on us. So that's, that's how I would see everything.
1: So I think the logical next question to me is, what do you think of just like how BET at that time, because that was even before Viacom, you know, bought BET and they weren't in control of this season. Do you mm-hmm. think you all re- were used? Like, do, like, like, do you think that you all were using this equation? Or Do you think that you worked and Langston worked in partnership with BET at that time?
3: Looking at it from a high level, at this age in my life, I feel like okay, well then. We were like one of the first reality shows, period. We were definitely by far before social media platform time. I mean, you had MySpace. I, I was I, I didn't get on MySpace truly until like after College Hill, right? Like after the show was already out and everything, right? So that was like the big thing then. So I think my dad taught me a long time ago. He said, you know, it's some sometimes you can use people a good way and sometimes you can use people a bad way. I don't really think they try to use us a bad way. I think they used us because, of course, they're experimenting, right? Well, will this work? You know, and it worked with, with Southern for a little bit. And then, hey, we got, I think, the first five rating or something for season two ever in history or whatever. So then they said, oh, this is successful. And then they said, hey, how can we continue making this bigger and bigger and bigger and making more money? And they just continue with the seasons like anybody, any other business would do. Right. So I think we were used from that perspective. But. I will have to tip my hat off to people like Connie, Ron DeShay, who were members of our, our uh, production team, who honestly, when I was in LA, I called Ron. Ron answered the phone, and Ron came and picked me up, and Ron took me to his studios, and he, he said, this is how you hustle, and any questions I had, he answered, and so I think for the most part, I mean, I think we had some really good experiences too. We were at Spring Bling. We hung out with Wyclef John, Nafis. You already know, brother. I it's to the grave on that one. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, we had we had so many experiences. I mean, we went to BT Awards. We got to sit in the line with uh, Destiny's Child. They were literally sitting there. We had to, we got to say hi to them. They told us they loved our show. We met Janet Jackson, Jermaine Dupree. I mean, we did so much that 99.9% of all people in college, whether you're a or not, would never experience. So. Did they use us? Yes, absolutely. But I don't think they use us in a bad way. And everybody else has a different experience. But from my experience, I I would say I, 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 I use them right back.
4: I said, yeah, we was definitely used. I don't feel bad about it because it got us all like, it got the ball rolling with all of us pretty much. Like we're doing stuff and it like helped us. But at the same time, you know, we got, it's like being an NCAA basketball player. You know what I'm saying? Your likeness get used. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't get paid for that. And that's how things was. That's how we had to look at it, too. I was looking at it like that because it wasn't like they was trying to put uh, – well, my 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 coaches wasn't, like, trying to, like, allow us to have stuff because they felt like it messed with my focus and everything like that. We don't want to have this. You know, it was an old, type, an old way of thinking. We was also in an old way – of thinking down there too at the time, you know what I'm saying. We had like all those OG people that was like in, you know what I'm saying. That was in it, like you know we had R.I.P. Doctor Holloway. Without him, none of us would be here. Pretty much, you know what I'm saying, because you know he was the one that was like pushing for us. Like he pushed for the school to have it. It changed when new people came in. Like when people came in that was new, they took over. They didn't want that to be on the school right pieces. I don't think they wanted that. They didn't like that a part of. It. They they felt like we was trash or something like you know what I mean. So, we did get
2: a lot of a lot of backlash a lot of of backlash (laughs) a lot of backlash they didn't like how we represented the school even with i mean do i feel like they use us well this is a capitalistic society i mean we know why the show was created we know (laughs) that bt has to get ratings you know money you get you know sponsors we know it's all about money you know what i'm saying i feel like we just got the bad head of the stick we weren't paid a lot of money we did not get you know it wasn't any tuition paid for any loans you know paid for it's kind of like how you got celebrities now and i'm pretty sure you paid them a good penny to do it when you probably could have took a took some southern university students that needed tuition money needed their student loans paid you know that are really dealing with the issues of being a college student but again it's an opportunity that comes once in a lifetime everybody doesn't get that opportunity And hopefully if BET continues or whoever decides to take the show or continue with the show, that they will start taking to really think about how it affects people's lives and, you know, affect young people. Because if my daughter was on there now, I'd be like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, ma'am, we're going to have to talk about some money. Because if you have predominant uh, white colleges now paying athletes for their image and likeness, we have to step our game up as well because you're getting paid using our likeness. So that's the thing now. BT needs to pay people for their likeness. And so if you're going to pay a celebrity to do it, you should be able to pay regular college students to do it.
1: So I think that just that whole entire, just this conversation is is powerful because these are the other sides that we don't see about media and the effects of media. So I want to ask you about the criticism because I'm going to be honest. So like I said, I didn't get a chance and the privilege of watching you all when you were on BET, but I did my research. I always love, you know, doing research before I talk and do interviews. I wanna be well-versed in the conversation. So when immediately when I looked up College Hill Langston, I saw a barrage of articles from, you know, the Higher Education Digest, from, you know, different publications of that time criticizing the show. And, you know, and, and it was more than any other season. Even University of Virgin Islands, you had, you know, different criticisms of it because of, you know, the fight that happened. But I saw a large amount of criticism from that point in time. So I want to start with you, Israel. So looking back at it now, now that you're an alum and you have a family and, you know, you see media from a different perspective than you did as a college student. Like, what do you feel about the criticism that College Hill Langston got now?
3: Well, I think that the criticism that they got was because they didn't believe Kind of the previous question you asked was, do we think that we were gonna be portrayed on the show like we thought we were, right? I don't think that they feel we were portrayed based off of how the producers and BET told them we would. So, because again, they followed us to school for like a week, week and a half, two weeks maybe, and then the rest of it was just at the house chilling. So from an overall perspective, all they saw was drama. But they didn't really see the real true nitty gritty, Nafis giving it all to become a great basketball player to help the university become great. They didn't see uh, Peaches being the great mother she is, a single mother, you know, trying to figure out how to make stuff work while she's in college. They didn't see Brittany, this beautiful young girl who was out here in college trying to figure out her way to make things work. And Tanisha being the God-fearing woman she was, they didn't see what they thought they were going to see. They didn't see it. And so from that perspective, that's how I look at that. But the criticism, you got to also understand this is Oklahoma. This is 2003, 2004, Oklahoma. And it wasn't really till like, I would say like 2005, 2006, that things started kind of like being normalized with this type of atmosphere, these type of shows, to where they wouldn't have got the backlash they got. I feel like that was the reasoning behind why it was so crazy.
2: Um, I can understand. Like he said, uh, just to piggyback off of what he said, they probably didn't when they took the opportunity for them to come to the school. They probably alumni, or I wouldn't even say alumni because probably alumni didn't know yet. (laughs) Probably people that are on the board knew. I mean, of course the president, they were probably looking at it as an opportunity to give exposure to Langston University and the Langston University experience and the excellence of Langston University. Um, Langston University was known for nursing and different things. Bessie Coleman went there, a lot of people went there that were very successful, very prestigious. So, again, they probably were going into it thinking it was going to be one way. It ended up being another way. Of course, being in the Bible Belt, you know, now it's more acceptable. But we come from a Bible Belt. Oklahoma's a a Republican state. It's a red state. Very conservative. So I believe there's a lot of conservative people that went to Langston. So I think the whole issue is, so I expect the backlash because, you know, like I said, they expect for... The best to be shown to represent their school that they are so proud to wear, you know, wear the colors and say that they went to Langston University. I think if Dr. King was alive and and that showed Morehouse like that, he would feel the same way, you know. So probably would have had a backlash about that. It would have a whole speech to talk about it. So you know, so <laughs> so you know that's that's the whole thing right there. It is. It just was a different time. <laughs> It was a different time. They expected something else. We expected something else. My parents expected something else. But it ended up, like I said, it's about rating.
1: To hear my full interview with the cast of College Hill, Langston University, make sure to head over to HBCU Pulse YouTube. Coming up, i give you a snippet of College Hill Celebrity Edition Season 2 at Alabama State University and my thoughts on the trailer. So make sure to stay tuned. You're listening to HBCU Pulse Radio. <laughs>
0: more than a trend yeah Yeah. we're forever a part of the culture hbcu pulse always has you on lock from the shade room to your favorite news feed and now on your tv and radio we are 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 the number one outlet for hbcu culture follow hbcu pulse on social media and visit hbcupulse.com to stay up to date on what's going on in the hbcu community
1: Welcome back to HBCU Pulse Radio. So College Hill Celebrity Edition Season 2 is premiering on BET Plus on May the 11th. BET released the trailer for College Hill Celebrity Edition Season 2 at the end of April, and I could not resist doing a trailer reaction on HBCU Pulse's YouTube. I can't play the whole thing here on SiriusXM, but I definitely want to air a snippet of my thoughts. College Hill is back. It was at Texas Southern last year. Now it is at Alabama State University. The series didn't feel scripted. It felt like the old school College Hill, at very least from season three on, but it featured celebrities and it felt as if they really were going through college life and they really were acquiescing to college life. College Hill Celebrity Edition season one was really cool and I definitely enjoyed it. Now with that precedent being set, before I knew the cast and anything about College Hill Celebrity Edition at Alabama State, I expected season two to be as great as season one, if not better, because that precedent has been set, then I started to get a little bit skeptical when I saw the cast. And I got to be honest, this time around, it seems as if they're bringing in more fire starters to the show that could distract from the educational aim of the celebrities going to college and succeeding and getting their certificates. So first and foremost, Ray J is back. Now, Ray J was on the first season of College Hill Celebrity Edition, and I thought he'd be the breakout star. But he ended up breaking out of the house and leaving and not really focusing in class, not doing his work, staying away from everybody else. And he got caught cheating as well. He plagiarized the whole entire spoken word poem. He performed it on FaceTime because he was not on campus, and they found out that he plagiarized it from his homeboy. And then because of that, he ended up not graduating. So Ray J is now back to redeem himself because he didn't do what he needed to do in College Hill Celebrity Edition Season 1. But the MVP, the person that I'm really the most focused on this season is Jocelyn Hernandez from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta and also Jocelyn's Cabaret on Zeus. Jocelyn Hernandez is on the show and Jocelyn stars drama. She's a fighter. Sometimes she's a bully. Let's really keep it real. She says a lot of off the raw crazy stuff. So I'm sort of concerned with what she's gonna bring to the show and what she brought to the show. And then you add in Tiffany New York Pollard, who's a reality TV show OG. Do not play with Tiffany. I used to love, I love New York. I used to love Flavor of Love. I was 10 years old, I was watching the show. So she's a reality TV show OG. But to be honest, if you wanna keep it real, she starts drama too. Now, she's not Jocelyn Hernandez level, but she can start drama too. She's not going back down from stuff. So I honestly see either her in New York, they're cool or also they get into it. But the series also features Amon Schumford, who is an NBA player, won a championship with LeBron James in Cleveland back in 2016. You have Amber Rose, and I think that Amber Rose, she's self-explanatory. I think she's going to almost be like how India Love was last season. And I'll talk about that in a second. You also have Parker McKenna Posey, shout out to Parker. She was Katie Kyle from My Wife and Kids. She's 27 years old. I'm gonna really identify with her because I am 26 turning 27 on Christmas Day. I'm gonna really identify with her. And it seems from the trailer that Parker just gonna be kicking in and chilling. So I'm really gonna rock with Parker. Then you have Orion Browner. So Orion, if y'all don't know, is Omarion's brother. And you have Quaylon blaming on Quay Rogers. Now, outside of Amber Rose, I don't think that any of the other characters are going to be a huge focus. Now, I know you have New York, Parker, and Quay. They're going to be a part of the Spirit Squad, as we saw in the trailer. So they're going to have a storyline built around that. But I think that Jocelyn and New York and Ray J, I think they're going to take up a lot of oxygen. And to be honest, I really don't think that Amber is. I mean, Amber Rose could possibly take up a lot of oxygen on the show, but honestly, you never know. But just like last year, we have to give it a shot and I could be totally wrong, although I wasn't really wrong last year, but (laughs) let's really talk about the trailer. So the trailer starts with a quick montage of the celebrities and the montage ends with Ray J saying, are you ready? And the real question is, no, Ray J, are you ready? That's the question that Rader needs to look in the mirror and ask himself. Are you ready to really get this certificate and take being at Alabama State and getting this education seriously? So after that, we see the various classes that they're going to be a part of, which is African-American literature, civil rights, fundamentals of acting, and crime scene investigation. Now, if you look later on in the trailer, you see that they're sewing something, so it might be a fashion class. So it might be some other classes that they're a part of. You know, we never know, and I guess we'll see. So the civil rights course is definitely going to be that more serious course. It's going to be akin to the African-American history course from last season, where there are a lot of dope moments where the celebrities got a chance to reaffirm their knowledge of black history and all these different things. It was a lot of cool moments that came from that course itself. Now, fundamentals of acting and crime scene investigation, I think those are two classes where they're going to be clowning. It's almost going to be you know like that law class from last year where they, like you see a lot of hijinks and a lot of stuff like that. So I think that that's going to be what those. Those classes are going to be like, but time will tell and we'll see. And I think to be honest, Parker and Ray J because there's acting veterans because Ray J has been in a lot of projects. And of course, Parker is an actress. Like she was a child star on My Wife and Kids. So they should eat up that acting class. So I'm, I'm expecting Parker to really shine through in that one for sure. So we see in the trailer, Quailen, New York and Parker are going to be joining the Spirit Squad, which I think is going to clearly be a storyline similar to Stacey Das joining the Tiger Sensations dance team. So I think that we're going to see a fleshed out story and they're going to do a performance at some point, because one thing that we do know is that season one, it seemed to have been shot in the spring because it was basketball season and the whole entire nine yards. This season was shot in the fall. So from what I'm looking at, when I saw the college Hill Instagram page posted, it seems as if they started filming the show after homecoming, because we know the Alabama state homecoming Deion Sanders, who ain't swag that happened i don't think that the celebrities were on campus for that but i could be wrong but it seems as if the show was filmed between mid to late october and it ended around december so we're going to see them interface with the football team we're going to see a couple things like that you know that fall setting of alabama state so i think it's going to be interesting seeing how they adjust to the heavy practices on top of doing schoolwork. because one thing about the celebrity edition of college hill they do have these celebrities doing real work Next, we see Amber Rose and Orion have an introspective moment where Amber was talking about her family life and being mixed, going to an all-black school, and she said that she was called a white girl. That was like her nickname around the school. Now, I'm excited for this storyline because, like I said, I was a really big fan of the introspective storylines from last year. We saw really a lot of growth and a lot of real-life stories from everyone, and it seems as if they're going to try to do that again, and Amber's going to really talk about you know, her mixed heritage and really how she grew up. And And I really think we're going to learn a lot more about Amber Rose that we didn't really truly know before. The trailer gets interesting when the voiceover guy says, This season, the stakes are higher. And then it's, you see a montage, then somebody, I don't know if it's a producer or a teacher, tells Ray J that this is his last chance. And it really should be. Now, we also once again see the celebrities having a hard time acquiescing to the nonstop work that you get in college. And man, it seems like it honestly is nonstop. We see Parker having a breakdown at the Spirit Squad practice. And then what I think would be an infamous scene where John Jocelyn seems to go after Amber saying that she really doesn't want to be black. And then Amber storms out the class and the cast seems to look on disapprovingly we see New York have a reaction where it seems like she starts crying, like I don't know like Jocelyn just seems as if she's gonna be a big problem, I think that her addiction is gonna bring a level of entertainment you know, but at the same time, I don't know if she really has a place here, if she's not gonna take this seriously, and she's gonna be trying to fight everybody, but we gotta be real though the editors, oftentimes on the show, the editors will be real slick and they'll edit things together to make it seem like it's a bigger problem than it actually is, like Amber and Jocelyn about to fight, Jocelyn's Bullying Amber, but we don't see them apologize. It's like another conversation that happened or it was like just like a class exercise and they were acting, you never know. I really think that she would be out of pocket enough to go after Amber Rose and to be honest, I think that Orion Ambrose moment is directly correlated with what Jocelyn said in that classroom. Orion goes out to check on her, and they have that introspective moment. So we're gonna see what happens. That was the end of the trailer. Like I said, I'm super excited for this season of College Hill Celebrity Edition. I think it's gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be a lot of cool moments. Alabama State is a really great institution. They've seen reality TV shows on campus, so it's not gonna be too crazy. And you know, I just I'm really excited especially with the time because we had to wait until end of june early july last year to see the show now we're getting it two months earlier so i'm really excited to see the reaction to see what jocelyn does to see if parker's able to acquiesce to being on the spirit squad and really how all of them manage because i think that college hills producing team i think they went out the way to make sure that college hill was going to be positive because it has a bad stigma. And of course, it were HBCUs that did not want College Hill on their campus. So I think that they went out of their way to ensure that, yeah, yeah, there's still gonna be drama. There's still gonna be hijinks. There's still gonna be funny moments. But at the end of the day, these celebrities are really here to get their education and achieve a goal that clearly they all wanted to achieve. And that is it for the show on today. If you want to hear my full trailer reaction on College Hill Celebrity Edition Season 2, head over to HBCU Pulse on YouTube. Of course, you can follow HBCU Pulse on Instagram and YouTube at HBCU Pulse. Twitter and TikTok, the HBCU Pulse. And subscribe to HBCU Pulse Radio wherever you get your podcasts. You can donate to us at paypal.me slash HBCU Pulse or cash up us at dollar sign HBCU Pulse. But outside of that, thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we'll see you on the other side and we'll talk to you next week.
0: Like what you hear?